as thou didst break the loaves beside the sea. So goes the old communion hymn, a hymn sung in Disciples of Christ churches for as far back as I can remember, and I'm sure it was sung in churches like this one long before I was around. I can remember elders and deacons reverently coming forward to the communion table. Elders ceremoniously remove communion wear covers. Deacons stand patiently as the congregation sings, Break thou the bread of life. Break thou the bread of life, dear Lord, to me, as thou didst break the loaves beside the sea. And I can remember solemn words, solemn words in tone from behind the communion table, words of remembrance, of commemoration, words about an upper room, about a night long ago, words about a betrayal, and words about a death. But the song went beside the sea. And break thou the bread of life, dear Lord, to me, the Lord seemingly very much alive, not dead. Break thou the bread of life, dear Lord, to me, as thou didst break the loaves beside the sea. So went the hymn. And we see him in the sacred page. We see the dear Lord very much alive in this morning's reading from the Gospel of Matthew. Matthew, very much alive. See him get out of the boat and come ashore. And there beside the sea, he is met with a great throng of people. There beside the sea. He had wanted to get away for a while to some solitary place, but there they all are, a large crowd of them. He has compassion for them. His heart goes out to these people. So he stays. And there beside the sea, he heals their sick. As evening approaches, as the sun begins to set, the dear Lord's disciples come to him. They advise him that it is dinner time and that he should send all these people away so that they can go buy themselves some food. But our Lord tells them that the crowd need not go away. You give them something to eat. Now those disciples balk at his command. They don't have nearly enough to feed these thousands of people. How are we supposed to do that when all we have are five loaves of bread and a couple of fish? Bring what you have to me is his amended instruction to his disciples. And they do. And Jesus directs those thousands to have a seat on the grass. And there, there beside the seat, Jesus' actions, they are the same as the actions he will take in that upper room on that night, that night of betrayal, that night before his death. His actions are the same. See him there beside the sea and very much alive. First, he takes the bread. Then, he looks up to heaven and gives thanks for it. He blesses it. He then breaks that bread and then he gives it. He gives it to his disciples to give to all those people. See him there beside the sea and very much alive. And so the communion hymn, 
Break thou the bread of life, dear Lord, to me, as thou didst break the loaves beside the sea, the bread of life in Jesus, very much alive. There beside the sea, and yes, in that upper room, and on that dark night of betrayal, the night before his death, did Jesus take the bread and bless it and break it and give it? Yes, and as he gave it that dark night, he did say, do this in remembrance of me. Do this in remembrance of me, and so we do. We remember. We remember how his body was broken and how his blood was shed. We remember, we remember as though everything depended upon our doing so, upon our remembering, our remembrance as though it would all disappear if we did not, if we did not remember. And I remember elders intoning words of remembrance and commemoration as though they were eulogizing one who had departed from us. And deacons, I remember deacons like pallbearers standing at solemn attention, leaving the rest of us to weep like widows at our husband's tombstone, remembering the one lost. So busy are we with our remembering that we too often forget. It is as though we have forgotten, have forgotten how to remember, to remember what happened a few days after that dark night, those weeping women at our dear Lord's tomb and the announcement to them, He is not here, He has risen. Just as He told you, you He would, He has risen. Jesus, very much alive and beyond the sacred page, which is why one Mary A. Lathbury could write the words to her communion hymn, her communion prayer way back in 1877. Break thou the bread of life, dear Lord, to me, as thou didst break the loaves beside the sea. Jesus had wanted a break, a vacation. Maybe he needed some time to recharge his batteries. I don't know. But when he sees that throng of people on the shore, he didn't turn his boat around and go somewhere else. No, his heart goes out to them. He heals their sick. He gives to them. He gives of himself. He gives himself to them. He gives them bread, the bread of life. And just so, and on his cross, does his heart go out. His heart goes out to all of us. He gives himself to us all. He gives his life. And it is life, not death. He gives his life to us beyond the sacred page. This is my body given to you, said Jesus on that dark night as he gave his disciples the bread. This is my body. And the Apostle Paul he asks us, the bread we break, is it not a sharing in the body of Christ? The communion bread we share is a sharing in the body of Christ. Jesus, very much alive, Jesus brings us here to this place. And Jesus, beyond a sacred page, says to us, this is my body. And he joins us together into a body, his body.
We become members of one another, each of us with a job to do. And all of us together and working together, Jesus continues his ministry on earth through us, through his body, his life, through our life, through us, giving life. This cup is the new covenant in my blood. And Jesus, as he said, Jesus, as he gave his disciples the cup that night, the cup, and Paul asking us, the cup, the cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a sharing in the blood of Christ? Now, blood in the Bible, blood is sacred, for it means life. And we can see that, can understand that, we can. For we cannot live without blood, without blood flowing through our veins and arteries. Blood is a kind of life force. And his blood, his life, his life force is what Jesus gives to us when we drink of the communion cup. His life living in us. Or this, Paul saying, we are all made to drink, to drink of one spirit. Spirit or breath or wind, it's the same word for all three in the Greek language Paul used to speak and think and write. Spirit or breath or wind. And have you ever had the wind knocked out of you? Wind or breath, and you can't live without that, without breath, it's a, a life force. Jesus, and beyond the sacred page, saying to us, drink this, all of you. And he gives to us his wind, his breath, like God breathing the breath of life into Adam. Jesus gives his life to us. He gives his life to us, gives life to his body, animates it. He animates us with the spirit when he gives us the cup. We drink. And Jesus lives in us. And we live in him. Jesus very much alive. Break thou the bread of life. Life. A life other than our own. Life. A, a life greater than our own. A power. A power greater than our own. Greater than our poor power. Jesus risen from the dead. Remember this at the table. I hope and pray we haven't forgotten and forgotten how to remember to remember this. Jesus is risen from the dead. A life and a power greater than our own life and power. The bread and the cup are life to us. Our life. Jesus giving. Giving his life to us. For us to live. He living in us and we living in Him. Amen.